Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Wrap, brought to you by Michigan Medicine Headlines. I'm Dan Elman with the Department of Communication. Today, we've got a great story to tell as we inform you about the Patient Story Library, recently created by the Office of Patient Experience. Before we get into that, be sure you go back and experience any episodes of The Wrap you may have missed. You can find all shows on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or any other podcast hosting platform. Recent episodes can also be found on YouTube. And of course, you can find them in the Headlines newsletter as part of the Week in Review each Friday. With that, let's bring in Darnassus Jackson, Administrative Manager for the Office of Patient Experience. Darnassus's team recently debuted the Patient Story Library, which is a collection of videos where patients and families recount what they went through at Michigan Medicine. Darnassus, thank you so much for being here today. Oh, thank you. Now, before we discuss the library in general, this week in headlines, there was a video that OPE created about Black patient experiences at Michigan Medicine. Why is that specific video so important and why was it created? Well, you know, the Black Lives Matter video was created uh, from a health system leadership request, you know, about our diversity, equity, inclusion measures to seek and amplify that patient and family voice in support of Black Lives Matter's movement. Uh, you know, this video is important because it allows the patients and families to kind of give their real account of what Black individuals experience every day, not just in the healthcare setting, but in the world in general. And this video kind of shows that those strong emotions that Black individuals are faced with, but also provides suggestions on how any healthcare facility can kind of improve their care and treatment uh, where racial and ethnic uh, disparities exist. So what sort of messages do you think employees should take away from the video? Well, the messages I think employees should take away from the video is to kind of do their best to provide exceptional care to everyone, to take that extra step to provide care to those individuals that experience those healthcare disparities. And then, you know, whether, you know, they have differences based off of their, you know, race or disability, sexual orientation, identity, religion, we want to welcome and respect, you know, all of those that partner uh, with that shared decision making, uh, to just to make sure that they deliver the consistent patient family center care. You know, it, it's, you know, it's our responsibility for like every employee to do their part to ensure that we provide a safe haven for individuals coming into our healthcare a system to receive care. And so um, they are, those patients and families are putting, are coming to us in that most vulnerable state. And we need to understand that and help them to be comfortable so we can build that report to, with them to help them to get better with whatever they're experiencing. Yeah. And, and one thing I took away from it that I found really interesting is that, you know, a lot of times people will assume that, oh, I'm not racist, or I don't have these preconceived notions, but so much of this is subconscious, right? Or unconscious bias that we talk about. And I think that that really shined through in the video where you talked about, you know, maybe there are assumptions that certain patients aren't on insurance, mm -hmm. or, you know, there's other sort of just decisions that you make without even realizing that you're making decisions. And I think this really highlighted that. Can you talk a little bit about that? Real yeah, quick? yeah, those um, unconscious biases are definitely, uh, you know, kind of in us, it's kind of inherently in us. Um, and we don't necessarily, sometimes we don't necessarily even know about them. It may be, you know, the way we grew up, it may be just our experiences in life. And so, um, you know, we do have 
uh, some training measures that we're bringing out to kind of help areas to uh, kind of help with those unconscious biases that they may not, you know, know about. Uh, but ultimately, you know, you want to, we want to do better. And so, you know, in that doing better is once you recognize that that bias exists within you, it is making sure that you are, you know, taking that step to do better, whether that is, you know, receiving the training you need or just changing the way you pro provide that care to the patients and families. Mm -hmm. Now, as we mentioned, OPE is collecting a trove of videos where patients can share their stories. Can you tell us a little bit more about the patient story library and how that came about? Yeah, so the story library is a great resource for anyone to view stories uh, that are very impactful to show various emotions, kind of those challenges patients and families uh, experience, as well as those bright spots that patients and families have and the, their experiences as they kind of go through their healthcare journey. It was derived from an initiative created through uh, guidance of our director. And I led a team to collect those stories uh, for our department over a year's time. And our department thought that, you know, we needed to find a way to expand the patient voices. So we thought about this library as a way to do so. So we planned and developed uh, some patient and family advisors and used them as a pilot to see you know, how successful we'll be. And the pilot came, turned out pretty successful. So we ended up expanding it in, into more of our patient and family advisors that are on site. We have about 400 uh, individuals right now. And so we are, we're still continually to collecting those stories to provide those diverse patient uh, voices uh, for Black, uh, the Black Lives Matters videos will also be added to that collection uh, as well. Uh -huh. Now, how, you know, and in which ways will the library help faculty and staff do their jobs better? You know, the, the library can help the faculty and staff do their jobs better in many different ways. But um, one of them is, is, you know, many of the videos provide suggestions on what worked well, uh, what didn't, kind of how we can communicate better as teams, and especially important for new staff, you know, that are trying to, you know, determine that kind of lay of the land and even for seasoned staff that may be a little more set in their ways. Uh, many of the questions uh, that we ask the patient and family, families that participate in the videos is during the recordings is uh, basically what is your healthcare journey? You know, uh, beginning including your, their experiences, what stood out as any quality or safety interactions that occurred, uh, examples of best uh, experiences that they had or best interactions that they had with faculty and staff. So we have a lot of kudos to different departments based off of that. And then some, um, it also asks them what matters most to them. So it kind of gets to that rule of what patient and families expect. We, we also provide the patient and family advisors with a resource of a storytelling workshop before they're recording. So the storytelling workshop helps them to kind of formulate their story. So it's not a 50 minute story or something, you know, it's more of a five to seven minute uh, compilation of what they've experienced in their journey. And so uh, we kind of help them formulate that to plan what they're gonna say before uh, they participate in the, in the recording. Yeah, and I think that that really guarantees that the videos are as effective as possible, right? Definitely, definitely, yeah, definitely. And it also helps them with some of the nervousness that they may have during the recording. They're able to actually understand, okay, this is what I'm going to say. This is kind of how long I'm going to be. And, you know, 
you know, they can ad lib and here, here or there yeah. as needed. But. Yep. Uh, so finally, how can employees find the library? And secondly, I know a lot of employees are also patients here. So if they want to maybe participate and share their story as participants um, or as patients at Michigan Medicine, how can they go about doing that? Yeah, well, if you check out the headline story today, there's a link uh, to the story library on there and also has our information to contact us by email uh, for the Office of Patient Experience or go directly to our website. And there they can view the stories as well as if they want to participate, they can uh, send us a request by email and we could definitely uh, get that set up for them to do a recording themselves. Outstanding. Thank you so much, Darnasis, for giving us this information. As he mentioned, if you want to learn more about the Patient Story Library or check out the powerful Black Patient Experience video, go to mmheadlines.org. That's mmheadlines.org. While you're there, you can find other important stories from this past week. For instance, employees learned all about the 2020 flu vaccination program and upcoming free flu clinics. There was also insight into the improved e-check-in and mobile arrival systems for patients. And CNW Chief Operating Officer Luann Thomas-Ewald stepped by to discuss her role. And let's just call her first few months on campus interesting as she's dealt with COVID-19. And all that and more at mmheadlines.org. All right, it's time for the weekly trivia contest. Last episode, we asked listeners, Gibbs of Art has presented bedside music at Michigan Medicine for how many years? The answer is 20. Congratulations to Kimberly Van Dyne, who sent in the correct answer. Kimberly, a member of the Department of Communication, will be in touch shortly to help you claim your prize. Now for this week's question. The first free flu vaccination clinic for employees will be held on which date? Once again, the first free flu vaccination clinic for employees will be held on which date? You can find the answer as part of this week's headline story on the flu policy. And once you know it, send it to headlines at med.umich.edu for the chance to win a prize. That's all we have for this week. Darnasis, thank you so much for joining us. And thank you to all of our listeners and viewers for everything you do for patients, families, and each other. We'll see you next week. 